You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Locked On Gators. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day-ish. Happy Friday. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I'm also the founder of Whole9Sports.com where you can find all of my written work. Today I'll go over Mike White's contract extension and why I'm hesitant to say it's awesome. The baseball team in the regional round and why I'm hopeful that they'll be able to make some stuff happen. And we'll talk about the winner of the running back U contest, which, spoiler alert, wasn't Florida. Hmm, sad. Also, thank you to everybody who left a review. Please do continue to do so or reach out to me in some way so that I could work to make this the best Gators podcast around. Before we get started, just a quick reminder to follow Lockdown Gators wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode. And keep in mind, there's only one place to get all the info you need on the SEC five days a week, and that's Lockdown SEC with Chris Gordy of Sports 790. Follow the Lockdown SEC podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So as I mentioned before, Mike White signed a new contract extension with the Florida Gators, and I'm a little hesitant to be like, yay! Um, that's my that's my excited voice. <laughs> I'm a little hesitant there just because he he's shown promise, but like it's been long enough where we should be seeing more consistent success from this team. Um, and I feel like we're really early on in a stage to really like I feel like we're early on in his Gators coaching career where we should be in like a state of flux of like the whole roster turning over and all this stuff. Like, unless we had a ton of freshmen that were just freaks and had amazing seasons, but that's not what happened. <laughs> so it's mostly transfers. That's the worrisome bit for me. Uh, he apparently signed the extension in late May, but the news broke on Tuesday, I believe it was. Uh, it was a two year extension. So. Now Mike White has been uh, extended through 2027, which he, here's my thing. <laughs> so financially, the contract hasn't changed a ton. He's making roughly 3.2 million annually through the end of the contract. I think it's like 3.08 this year, and then after that, it's 3.2 annually. Uh, so great for him! Awesome! Woohoo! Great! Yay! Uh, awesome for him, but it's. It makes me hesitant because uh, the Gators under Mike White are 123 and 75 in his career with Florida. Uh, They're 34 and 22 over the past two years. So I mean, and uh, his first year with Florida was a roughie, but I mean after that he he had a, a solid stretch. Um, 2016-17 was the, the best one that he's had by a huge margin, of course. That was just an awesome year. But uh, it, it's the inconsistency. It's I feel like this team is kind of looking for an identity. And when you have a head coach who's now been at the school since 2015, so he's been here for long enough where this team should have an identity 
under Mike White. Also, I'm very concerned by the... Uh, we, we have one high school recruit coming in this year in Kawasi Reeves, who I love, but it's pretty concerning that we can't get these star high school players on the roster. Uh, I feel like that shouldn't be a problem for someone who's been at a blue chip program for as long as Mike White's been here now. It's been six years, so he should have a little bit more uh, recruiting consistency. So that worries me. The inconsistent play worries me a ton. Um, It's just... It's it's a weird one for me. I'm not super stoked about it. I will say that again, mainly just because of how I I don't get why Strickland or Florida in general felt the need to extend a contract that I mean was slated to end in four or five years. Um, so I don't know why Florida was like, hey, this guy has been mediocre over the past couple seasons. Let's let's give him an extension. I realize financially, not much changed, so it's not like that's really a concern either. But uh, yeah, I I don't get why you would further commit to someone who has not been able to prove that they can consistently build a program, that they can consistently uh, put forth a team that's going to contend and really compete in March Madness. Um, I mean. It's it, yeah, that's what's worrisome to me. Just like it seems like we're committing to mediocrity here, um, or at least we're saying like, "Hey, we're we're okay with mediocrity here." I also don't get why when you have a guy who his half his team just left to the transfer portal. Um, again, I'm not counting the three that went to the NBA draft. That's um, I don't fault any coach for getting guys to pros, but uh, you have a bunch of guys who just entered the transfer portal. I, I don't get why you're like, hmm, solid program. So that that's what <laughs> that's what's really worrisome to me. Like like he's not amazing by any stretch of the word. I understand he's uh, Mike White's a guy who's still relatively young, but he's experienced now. Um, he seems like a great guy. Like he seems like a, <laughs> a hardworking dude. Like he seems like he's gonna do things the right way, uh, which is awesome because historically florida has had some issues with doing things the right way um so he he seems like he's someone that can do that and do things the right way and will i want to have faith and say eventually he'll be able to build this program up but i'm confused hesitant as to why florida would further commit to a guy who's been unable to really get over the hump as a coach Need something to do with your stimulus, tax refund, or GameStop and Dogecoin money, maybe, or if you're a Florida coach and just got extended and need something to do with that, visit rockauto.com for all of your car parts needs. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. I don't even have a car, I don't want one, but I wanted to get familiar with the website and I was shocked at how smooth the experience was. Whether it's brake pads, taillights, want hydraulics um i'm sure they have like fuzzy dice (laughs) and want want a new sound system whatever it is go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck whether it's for your classic or daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door 
right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know exactly who sent you. Think the Gators have a shot at the Natty this year? I know I do. If you're confident, Bet Online currently has plus 3,300 odds, and I'm just letting you know now I'm going to take them. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports or non-sports action. Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. It's the best way to place your bets and it's 100% free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts make sure to use promo code locked on that is l-o-c-k-e-d no space o-n and with the second segment of today's show we're going to talk about the florida gators baseball team in the regionals this weekend uh hoping for the best but of course florida lost in the sec tournament last week to tennessee after they beat kentucky mississippi state and alabama suck it (laughs) so uh, of course today they will take on university of south florida at noon if you are around and able to watch that game you can catch it on the sec network so fret not it will be televised throughout um also in this little bracket of the tournament we have south alabama and miami um or 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 both who knows what could happen it can get kind of crazy how this tournament goes because it's a double elimination between these four teams of course only one team can stand the winner of florida versus usf will play the winner of south alabama and miami um yeah it it gets kind of wild the tournament uh just so you know so the winner of Florida, South Florida plays the winner of South Alabama, Miami. The losers of that of those first games play each other. Um, game four is like the winner of. I, honestly, I've already lost it. It go, it's insane. It, it's just a bunch of winners versus a bunch of losers. It gets really wild. It gets it gets really fun if we're gonna be honest, because like we could see rematches. We could see no no rematches at the top. So who really knows? It's going to get crazy. Uh, it could go as deep as seven games, although hoping... I, I mean, if it goes seven games, I'm hoping Florida wins it. Ho- hoping at the end of it all, though, regional champion will be marked as the University of Florida. Um, so we have a uh, game at noon today, SEC Network, uh, to be determined for all the other channels, but we've got games noon and 4 p.m. Saturday, noon eastern and 6 p.m on sunday and if there's a game seven that'll be monday at 1 p.m eastern so things can get a little bit crazy and honestly by the time that i record for monday we could very well not have a champion for this for the regional round um tommy mace is expected to be the starter for the gators as he continues through his i mean what i think is a great season he's got a six and one record uh era is like 4.3 three which isn't amazing but not terrible his whip is just uh 1.25 which is like insane when you really think about it because if you just take that as like an okay every inning obviously this isn't how it works but if you take that as every inning he's going to allow 1.25 walks or hits um 
That is insane to consider. Pretty much means every four innings they'll get their two two base runners in an inning. Um, so that's just I'm sorry that that blows my mind that there's numbers that low and that that's not even the best on the team. Wild stuff. This is a fantastic pitching staff, really. Um, he's also first on the team in strikeouts by I I think it's like 15 or 17 strikeouts. Uh, so. He's, he's honestly having a great season. I know that I'm going to talk a little bit more about him soon because we're getting closer to the MLB draft, and he is going to be brought up in that. Uh, I'm not going to just disregard that. I, I, every MLB, NBA, uh, NFL, WNBA, I plan on getting into every draft possible. So baseball will be covered as well. Offensively for the Gators... I'm hoping that the bats of guys like uh, Nathan Hickey, Kendrick Kalilau, uh, Jacob Young, Jed Fabian can come to life after um, fantastic first three games of the SEC tournament, but then just a horrid shutout loss to Tennessee. Uh, that was. I'm still honestly a bit upset about that, um, just because like. It sucks to get shut out because if you get shut out, like you have to blame the offense. You can't blame anyone else because what? Again, I, I said it on I think it was Monday's episode. I was like, whether you give up one run or a thousand runs, if you don't score any runs, you can't complain about anything but the offense. Uh, that's at least how I see it. So I will continue to complain about the offense, although they had a great weekend before that. That one game I will continue to complain about because it was the most recent one, so until it gets fixed, I will complain. Um, Hopefully, though, the Bats can come alive and help the Gators advance because I really want to see the Gators just... Personally, this is just completely selfish. I want to be here when they go on this huge run. I'm just being completely selfish, and I I have every intention of being here for a very long time, but I want it to be happen now. Like that's I want it to happen now. I want it to happen next year and the year after that. I want it to keep happening. But uh, I, I'm just gonna enjoy the ride for now while I can. I think that with Tommy May starting this first game at least, we're off to a solid start. Um, so I'm. I mean, we we're also the number one seeded in the uh, in this leg of the bracket, whatever the regional. Um, so I'm hoping for the best, but again, preparing for the worst as always. As we build anticipation for this bracket, let's start building our bodies too. Built Bar is the best protein bar on the market. It has 18 delicious flavors, including recent <laughs> Built Bar champion coconut brownie chunk. Personally, I'm a cookie dough chunk or peanut butter brownie kind of guy if you're trying to eat clean, but if you got a sweet tooth like I most certainly do, I am in fact waiting for ice cream to get here. So yeah, that is no longer a problem. Built Bar is your low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber solution. You can even enjoy it if you're keto, which I want to go back to, but while I'm waiting for my Built Bar, I'm going to eat ice cream. Remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order. That is LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, 1-5 to get 15% off of your next order at BuiltBar.com. To wrap up today's show, of course, we are talking about who won running back you. And I wonder, who could it be? 
uh, yeah, Alabama. I know I mentioned it before. I just, I hate them so much. <laughs> I just want to make that very clear. I hate them so much. Um, but yeah, good, good for you. Kudos, whatever you want to say, go nuts. I don't care. I hate you. Um, it was one of the least surprising things that I've ever seen that Alabama, of course, is almost everything you, I want to say. Um, of course, yeah, Alabama had guys like Derrick Henry, who's just been tearing apart the NFL. Not even tearing apart, he's just been plowing through the NFL for years now. Mark Ingram, who's been just a consistent uh, producer at the next level. Kenyon Drake, who, of course, is just, I mean, pretty pretty disrespectfully uh, ignored. So Alabama, and I don't know the exact votes I don't know exactly how many people voted. I don't know how many voted for who in most cases. I do know Alabama was a near unanimous uh, poll here. I know that Alabama won it by a landslide, and I know that only two other schools got votes. Both of those schools one vote each, so it was not close at all. I'm assuming it was Georgia and Wisconsin were the other two, uh, which means, yes, I did not vote for Florida. I am trying to remain completely unbiased in this. I did put Florida down for at least one, uh, at, at least one option, but, uh, yeah, no, they, not, not running back you, I'm sorry. Um, however, I, I am not discouraged. Alabama will not win everything. They might win this one. They might win next week's too. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I think I voted for them for next week. So they might they might win next week too. But Alabama will be dethroned at some point. And I am hopeful, somewhat confident, that Florida can dethrone them from at least at least one spot I know they're not going to win and I think think florida's got a pretty solid chance of doing so but uh yeah i i honestly don't know i genuinely thought it was going to be closer between georgia really because i mean georgia has todd Gurley, who's one of the best running backs if not the best running back in the nfl for a little while nick chubb's one of the best running backs in the nfl right now sunny michelle's above average i'll say like he's not someone that i think needs to be replaced so i thought georgia was going to put up uh, a better fight. DeAndre Swift is another guy that like everyone loved coming out and seems to go to bat for. But evidently, I was horribly wrong. I don't know. Um, I just it just sucks that we started off with a position that Alabama was so almost like guaranteed to win. Just they're the worst. I hate them so much. But that about does it for today's episode of Locked On Gators. Join me tomorrow. Oh, join me Monday. Sorry. As we'll revisit how Florida baseball did in the regional round. If the regional round is over. If not, we'll still talk about their performance at that point. If they're playing in game seven on Monday, we'll preview that game. But once again, my name is Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all of my written work with Whole Nine Sports as W H O L E N I N E Sports. 
You can DM me on Twitter or leave a review. Let me know your thoughts on the show. If there's anything you want me to change, you want to see added, you want to see taken out, any of that, I'm open to any and all suggestions. Be sure to check out Locked On Bucks with a K, uh, hosted by Kane Pittman and Frank Madden, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Kane and Frank are here every day to take you through the playoffs as the Milwaukee Bucks take on the Brooklyn Nets, who I hope get swept in the Eastern Conference semis because Kyrie wants to say stupid things like, yeah, everybody wants us to win. Yeah, everybody loves us. Not a single person outside of that fan base wants them to win. Uh, Today on the Locked On Today podcast, Trey Young takes a bow at Madison Square Garden and the Knicks are eliminated. hate you, Pete, for making me read that one. (laughs) That That is just rude. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.